have you ever partied? Are you a partier? Was you a partier? I mean, I hit a pinata when I was a kid, but that was pretty much <laughs> that was the only kind of party. No, I I kind of bypassed that. No. For the most part. So what was your thing? What's your what's your my thing? claim to fame? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I did sports when I was younger, and then I just kind of like stayed to myself. After. What'd you do? What sport? So uh, softball. I dabbled in basketball, and right. then I did cheerleading. Um, oh, right. Those are my main that. ones, yeah. And that was was that younger, or was that high school? Was it was that? like elementary and middle school, and then high school. I just like I was just I was I was I was over the world, right? I was just like I'm going home and I'm staying to myself. <laughs> One right. of them, yeah. And you said after high school? Yeah, in high school. In, oh, high, in high school. So did you go? Did you do any college at all? Um, as an adult, yes. Okay, so, so like you didn't go straight from high school to college? I did, but I didn't like I went to college but I didn't go to class. Facts. So so then that didn't last very long. Right. <laughs> you went to college. I went to college. to college. I went to Hardee's a lot. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? I majored right. in hash I ate browns. A lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> what? So then you went back to school? Yeah, and then I started a couple years ago. I went for like a semester and then eventually I'll go back whenever. And that what they all say. I'll go right. back later. <laughs> but right. I will. I will. I guarantee you I'm not going back to school. I did not finish <laughs> and I have no plan on going back. What did you go for? Did you know what you were going to do? Business management. Okay. But I have a business. I was going to say you're already doing it. Right. You know what I'm saying? And school of life. One of the major things was like when I was in school, I realized that like like they're teaching me how to manage a business, but not my business. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was because I was only in like the I was a sophomore and I just wasn't feeling it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like maybe when you're a senior, you start learning how to uh, how to uh, like go through the process of creating your own business. I have no idea. I never <laughs> made it that far. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. At the time, I had a couple of different businesses. Some. Illegal. (laughs) (laughs) Under the table. (laughs) As we're recording on a podcast. Right. You know what I'm saying? Allegedly. (laughs) Allegedly. You know what I'm saying? So, and that's what what it really boiled down to. Like, I went to school, but I rarely remember going to any classes at Winthrop. I spent most of my time uh, selling weed and selling sneakers. I worked at Foot Locker. Mm -hmm. And then I convinced my boss because I wanted a specific car that was going to take more money than I was making to let me go full-time, and I was still going to go to class. Mm. And he was like, all right, man, I'll do it, I'll <laughs> do it. Sure. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? That didn't last none. So it was the first semester I did decent, and then the second semester, that's when I went full-time, and I practically immediately went on to academic probation. Mm. Came back this, the third semester, uh, which was the first semester of the next year, I was on academic probation again, and then they were like, you are not trying at all, so don't but come you back. Came back. <laughs> but you came back. I, I came back because that's where my clientele was. It was in Rock Hill. <laughs> you know what I'm that, was where, that was where my clientele was. And so then after that, then I came back home and just went to selling harder drugs. You know what I'm saying? So. Gotcha. All in due time, man. I mean, I've tried everything, though. I've so tried. you was re-rocking things. Not rebocking. Well, yeah, that too. I was sneakers. and rebocking. <laughs> yes, I was. I was like, man, I'm I'm about to take this this check from Foot Locker. Don't no, I shouldn't say that. One. This doesn't. I can edit this out. I was going to check. Oh, are you really recording? That's man, funny. Yeah. That's funny. Oh snap! Oh snap! <laughs> yeah. This is Mr. More Random. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Let me not skip my introduction." <laughs> Let me not give you my government. <laughs> <laughs> 
Especially in this conversation. <laughs> hey, man, we're outside of the statutes of limitations, man. I've been married for 12 years, and this was way before I was married. So, like, mm. anything that I say I cannot be used against me in the court of law. <laughs> for real, we're, for real. We're off the grid. Plus, I haven't said any names. I haven't said any specific locations outside of a specific city. So... If you wanted to know more about us, <laughs> you're getting Absolutely. to know stuff that you didn't know you were going to ask. Right. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Good thing this is not live. Right. <laughs> where they're listening like, I thought they were talking about Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this was BC. This was BC. <laughs> this is BC. Before this is before Christ. Christ. <laughs> right. It's part what's, of the testimony. And what's crazy is like, in the grand scheme of things, I was uh, saved when I was seven. I got baptized when I was seven. Do you feel like that stuff counts? I believe it does. Now, I've been baptized again at Word. Mm-hmm. I was rebaptized, re rocked. <laughs> Recycle me, Lord. <laughs> Recycle me, Lord. Yeah. So, like, like, um, like, I've been, I was baptized at seven, but like, I think it was the process of like, I need you to make this decision because I know ahead of time all the decisions that you're going to make, and I need you to be a child of God. I need you to be my child so that I can cover you as you go through this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's what I like when that's what I think in my mind. I'm like, okay, he knew that I was going to be looking down the barrel of guns. I was going to have handcuffs on. I was going to be selling cocaine and crack cocaine. He knew that I was going to have unprotected sex with janky women. You know what I'm saying? During college years. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like he he knew that I was gonna be in vehicle wrecks. You know what I'm saying? Like he knew all of this stuff. So he was like, Here, let me just slide you this insurance plan. Just go ahead, <laughs> sign right here. Trust me, it's for your own good. You know what I'm saying? You don't know about it now, right. but you will. You know what I'm saying? So like in baptism of children that aren't aware and things of that nature, do you feel like that's necessary? Are you talking about like little babies when parents are like, I'm making yeah, this decision like, for my like child? Like you said, like I was, I was baptized as a kid. See, but, but we don't I, know what we're doing. I knew this about this same time. I'll get to your question, but at the same time, this was the same time that I was having personal conversations with God. I don't know if I've ever told you, but like when I was young, God asked me because I was in my front yard mm-hmm. and nobody else was around, and I heard Him say, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, "I want to be a scientist." Why? Because Donatello's a scientist, <laughs> and Donatello is my favorite Ninja Turtle. You know what I'm so I want to be a scientist, and so he—that's what he's made me into. Oh, you know what I'm saying? So like, like all of all of my entire life has been a series of cause and effects to bring me to this place. But that's when I was seven. So when I was getting baptized, when I was going through these things, I was young. Now, what you're talking about is dedication, yeah, versus baptizing. So baptizing is a changing of the mind and the and a a physical representation of repentance, which is a changing of the mind. Now, you're talking about dedication where the parents say, we dedicate this child to you, Lord. So help us raise him to your standard. Mm-hmm. So dedication is maybe I would say 25, 30 percent of the child. But the rest of that is all of the people that come up front. Because, you know, like whenever there's a dedication, it's the mother and the father, grandparents, uncles, aunts, cousins. They all come up there and they pray over the child because they're saying, hey, we're taking we're making a definitive decision to assist the parents in raising this child in the sight of God, 
inside the will of God. See what I'm saying? It's not necessarily on the decision of the child, but you know what I'm saying there's a difference. It's more for the community. Correct. And the unity of um Right. Oh, okay. Now, who holds on to that? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that takes mean. a village. <laughs> right. It's supposed to take a village. It's supposed to. But does that happen all the time? Absolutely. I think a lot of times people look at it like, oh, it's ceremonial, so it stops at the ceremony. Right. <laughs> you know right. Like, a lot of people just think, you know, he's in God's hands, so therefore, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's right. just this, this blanketed statement <laughs> or right. this blanketed, God's going to cover the baby. You know, we can right. mess up. But you got them, God. <laughs> right. We don't have to do anything, but you got them, God. But you got them, God. Because <laughs> yeah. we don't know what we're doing or what we're going to face with this child. And I think that that's that's very that's very true. And on top of that, it's just being like, okay, like, what are you doing in your own life? Are you working towards that? You know what I'm saying? I think that because um, the cycle has been broken for so many generations, it's become you're trying to travel across states with a flat tire is just like it's not working you know what i'm right. saying and it wasn't it wasn't two states ago but you still riding on that rim right. sparks and all tire been gone <laughs> you know what i'm saying and so like the grandparents come up there and the parents and the uncles come up there but they're they're not even they haven't focused on god enough to be aware of their generational curses mm-hmm. and they don't so they don't understand what their role would be in the child in the child's life right. versus their own life and each other so we're standing up here doing something out of a tradition right but at the same time like they don't know the magnitude of it how they play a part in something that is supposed to be generations deep well, that's the thing, too. It's like they don't even because I'm just I'm thinking of when like so my niece and nephews, like my brother and, and my sister-in-law had did that, like with with the kids when they were younger. Right. And like I'm, I don't think there there was like no instruction or explanation or what you would call training or whatever. You know what I mean? To be like, hey, we're explaining what this is like. There was no it was just like, hey, show up. This is when we're doing it. <laughs> Be just like anything else. Right. Baptism. You know, you get saved. Oh, say this prayer. You know, Lord, we, I want Except Jesus to be savior. the savior of my life and I want him to guide me. Okay, you're good now. Right. You accepted him. Right. You just don't know what hell you just unleashed right. on somebody unless unless you really guide them, right. unless you know. Like you're leading them into a, a tumultuous life. Mm-hmm. They're and marked now. They're marked. Mm. They're marked. And unequipped. <laughs> and you know, unequipped. Yeah. Then, like Fact. you said, like no one is working towards finding out what God is for themselves, and and then also they're not reflecting God, right? Because they're not working towards God to 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 become, you know, the mindset of God or the ways of God. So therefore, you just what are we doing? <laughs> what you did was push somebody out of a plane. Jesus was their parachute, so they got to the ground safe. Right. But you gave them no weapon. Mm. You gave them no bulletproof vest. And they and you you threw them into a war zone, right? And was like, God got you. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> you know what, what are you what are you passing down? You're not passing down anything with, besides chaos and confusion and hope and hope, mm-hmm. right? That's right. why, I, and that's why I said in the last podcast, a lot of people don't even like that word hope, right? Because it's, it's it's a feeling of weak <laughs> and and not being able to exercise faith, right? Because they think hope between there's a difference between hope and faith. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between hope and belief. There's a difference between belief and faith. Those are all three different things. So what are they? So that you know we're not being taught that. You know what I'm saying? So, we all, it, we kind of just interchange those words. <laughs> right. I got hope. Right. I, got hope. I got belief. 
I got faith. Right. Like those are all the same thing. Do you believe it? Do you believe it? <laughs> and we kind of interchange uh, in the context of how bad our situation is. <laughs> right. Mm. It's like, we, we, like, that's our levels of things. Right. Oh, that's good. That is, For yeah. real. Yeah. That's good. Like, oh, it's a little bit. Oh, I got hope. Oh, oh. It gets a little harder. I got belief. <laughs> I believe it's going to happen. <laughs> right. When it's, when it's really, really bad, I got, I got no control. I got faith. I got faith. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it works. That is how it works. <laughs> you ain't did. That's nothing. That's the stutter steps of it. Ain't listen to no word. <laughs> <laughs> ain't connected to God at all. Mm-hmm. But I got faith. That is funny. That is true. Wow. I never thought about it like that. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Hi, Def Radio. It's your boy, Mike Eternal. And I'm here with... Mr. Moreno. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was coming. I still was like... <laughs> It is my name. Cause <laughs> I thought you were going to give some kind of elaborate adjective. You know nah, that's a long word to have an acronym. See when for. you right. <laughs> so then when you when you expect it, I will give it to you. Right, random. that is random. <laughs> that is random. And who else is here? Predictable cat. I predictable won't say predictable, cat. but you knew I was going to say cat. So I mean, there's no. <laughs> Yeah, that's what's up, though. I think there's. I think it's necessary to really understand. That's you know, and that's my thing. That's what I harp on the most out of everything. It just be like, okay, stop with the um, church rhetoric, because I'll tell you, I, I don't regurgitating of things, right? Mm-hmm. So I, um, I was at my old church and I was listening, and um, there was a guest pastor, and so he was he was preaching, and I, I really felt his message. You know what I'm saying? So after church. I saw him in the back, and I know that he was kind of moving because he said something about, I got to catch a plane, got to catch a plane. So I was like, cool, you got to catch a plane. But let me just say, hey, I was like, hey, I was really touched by the message. Thank you for coming. You know what I'm saying? And he was in, so he was in a rush. In mom, this is what he said. He just said, yeah, go with God, son. Go with God. You know what I'm saying? And it just, I was like, what? It's like, you in my mind, I saw him, like, you know how when, um, when somebody at the gas station asks you for money, how you to like pat your pockets you like knowing you ain't got nothing right. you know what I'm like, let me see if I got something for you just pat your pockets and then it's like it's like what can I say to this young brother let me what can I do I have any more Christian cliches right. oh here's one go with God son go with God you know what I'm saying right. I was like did he just, what did he just, did he just brush me off you know what I'm saying after that it was like man this is it's like it's like a lot of stuff that just be floating around. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, what if I was really needing help? And what you just said to me, it was like, go with God. Okay, yeah. Man, that's a, that's good. How do I do that? Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? I thought I was. I right. thought I was. Right. I'm in church. How I, do I go with God? I was baptized at seven. How was I not going with God? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. That you that you would feel the need to say that to me? Or were you just saying that off the cuff mm-hmm. of your pants right. and not even thinking about it? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That'll confuse, like you I mean, because that definitely, that can cause confusion. Because if you're over there questioning, you're like, if you're thinking you were, like, he just had me change it. I'm, I was thinking it wrong. Like, I don't right. even know. And then you're questioning your own self when you were, you were a little bit more steady before you heard what they were saying. Right. But I know how you talk about, too, with, like, people need to know the definitions and things um, before they start just throwing words out there. And right. I agree with that so much because if you don't know what something, I mean, you're talking about truth, right? And it's like, how are you going to know the truth if you don't even know what the real definition of it of a, of a thing is? Right. But, like, two, people can come in with, 
you know how like like uh, ideas and words, like when you just throw words around, it's like that's how ideas can just come in and like infiltrate a place right. and, and have like an influence on people and they don't even realize that it's something that's not God. Like I had, um, I was talking with somebody one time and they were talking about, uh, they were they were thankful for something or they were, but they were giving credit to the universe, right? They were mm. like, Oh, the universe brought us together or the, you know, you know, whatever. Right. And I'm, and I'm sitting here, I'm like, eh, like, <laughs> and I'm like, and I was like, no, you know, there's a God of the universe. And they're like, Oh, you know, it's just, it's just what the kids say, or it's just what the, you know what I mean? It's right. like, but what are the words really meaning that you're saying? Because they're not just words. Cause they no. have every word has a meaning. So like, and power. Yes. And if you don't know what it is, what the definition of, of the words you're using, then you're throwing this stuff around this. Completely right. different than what it means. And then it leads to then it leads That's to true. conversations being led astray because you may have a certain definition of what is being said, and somebody else. This is a regular conversation, you know. what I'm saying Man, I, yeah. I find that a lot. Absolutely. I mean, you was talking about that, which was um, the fact of we kind of grew up thinking everybody had this this standard of living or standard of uh, morals, right? And everyone just doesn't. He do, they don't. Right. So like we're going about life. In a certain pattern, even as Christians, we're going about life like, hey, you should know this. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, right. I shouldn't have to regurgitate this to you or explain this to you or whatever the case may be. You should just know this. But everyone doesn't live according to that same yeah. standard. Right. So Absolutely. you kind of got to somewhat, you know, uh, filter or, or somewhat know what you're dealing with. Absolutely. That's that's very, very true, right. especially inside of the church. Right. Because, like everybody don't read and like i'm not even talking about like reading daily mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm, saying? I'm talking about like reading at all mm-hmm. right. you know what i'm saying for real for real like the fine china got dust on it but the bible got thicker dust right. you know what i'm saying right. for real for real you lose you use the china at least once a year on Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When the last time that Bible came off of Psalms 23rd, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> At least they had it opened. <laughs> right, you know what I'm saying? You can't even see the words right. of the dust on it so thick. You know what I'm right. saying? You're like, I can't even tell what this say. I see a half a tube. You know what I'm saying? The pages is crumpling. <laughs> right. <laughs> that was my last Bible. The pages was crumpling. <laughs> I always turn it. <laughs> right. Disintegrated. You know what I'm saying? And I think that that's, a, that's a, the major issue so we we push what? What do we push? Fundamentals. Fundamentals all the time. Which are? What's the fundamental? Oh, y'all do that. Name <laughs> one. List one. Just say one. Oh, just one. Pray. Your, your favorite. One. Oh man. Okay. Yeah. Prayer. Prayer is good. Nah. Study. Meditate. I always felt like you know the, the and, little, read. and read. <laughs> well, I mean, I thought that was implied when you said. Hey, study. hey, you what just you said don't don't make assumptions <laughs> that everybody's on the same page. That we just talked Facts. about that. <laughs> but you know how it came in. You know that little um thing on uh, YouTube, random. You know that thing on YouTube where <laughs> the little commercial comes up and it'd be like, you can pray, meditate. I forget where it's at. It's a it's a it's a commercial that well at least on my phone. I have not had that one pop up. It always comes up. Pray. Meditate, and it's it's some type of cartoon. But anyway, the the the, the smoothness of that <laughs> I came in. Pray. Is that what you were trying to sound Meditate. like? <laughs> that's what, I don't know. That's just, that's that's what. At least you got two out of the four <laughs> fundamentals coming from a commercial. Hey, hallelujah! However it comes, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> that's the main thing. Just make sure you get it done. You know what I'm saying. Facts. Daily, daily meditation, daily reading, studying, and praying. That's what makes the difference. That's what makes the difference. 
Go ahead. Can you elaborate on meditation? Because I think a lot of times people have people like, oh, in yoga and Zen type things, you right. meditate or like, you know what I mean? So like that could be taken different ways for different Absolutely. interpretation. Okay. One of the first uh, passages that um, that God had me study, right, is um, Psalms 1, chapter 1. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of the sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. Right. But his delight is in the law of the Lord and in his law doth he meditate day and night. So the law is the word and the word is of the Lord. But in his delight, but his delight is in the law of the Lord and the word of the Lord and in his word. In his law, in his word, doth he meditate day and night. So meditating is not just being in your own mind. Mm -hmm. Meditating is not just connecting with the universe. Meditating is God spoke to you through his word. And then you think about that word. You turn on that word. You keep that word at the forefront of your mind. You sit there and you think of it. You just, you just. You just concentrate on that word. What does he mean? What does he want me to do with this? Let me just internalize this word, whatever he said, this passage or, or this principle that he just showed me. I'm just going to think about this the rest of the day. When you say think about it, continuously recite it. What do you mean? You can recite it. You can be praying about it while you're meditating. Be like, Lord, show me. What show me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like more. Show me. Give me. Give me understanding about this. You know what I'm saying? Because like when you do that, then throughout the day, then the Holy Spirit will increase in awareness and start pulling things in that will agree with the word. Right. That's the process of meditation. You know what I'm saying? Because meditating ain't crossing your legs and um, you know what I'm saying? Meditation is I'm I'm just regurgitating this word and just keeping it at the forefront of my mind all day, day and night, it said. Day and night. So then when the Holy Spirit brings something into your awareness, then it's going to connect with that word and make it more relevant. That's how you shift, because whatever he's showing you is about you shifting. Mm -hmm. It's about you changing the way that you think so that you can so that you can have a life more abundant so that you can increase and change the way that you live. You know what I'm saying? So if you're not meditating on his word, then you're going to miss that shift. And then that's when every day becomes the same. Mm -hmm. So never your life never changes because you're missing missing the shifts of elevation that takes place only because you've read, you prayed, you've read, you studied. And now you're meditating on what you just studied all day. And then when it comes, then it's like, aha, mm -hmm. then you just elevate it. Then you get tested at the new elevation and you have to remain in that word. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So there's a whole process to it that people ain't talking about. They just be like, go with God. Right. <laughs> 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 but that, that's cool, too, because like you said, I mean, when he start when you start studying and then it's like he's teaching you principles right. so that like you'll start seeing it like like you'll go like you were talking about like. Things are the same. Every day is the same if you're just kind of like, you know, not meditating on what he's showing you and what right. he's teaching you. But like he'll present things around you or like you could be, you know what I mean? It's like and it'll be like, oh, wait, I'm, I'm seeing it's like it's like a like a picture of a metaphor of a song. Do you know what I'm saying? Like right. it, it's some kind of thing that's going on. What There's a word for that that I'm looking for and I don't know what it is. So. <laughs> but it's like like he is like epiphanies. It, 
like an example of like, hey, right. this is what we just talked about. I'm going to show right. you something, this situation, or I'm going to show you something going on in your in your day or in your life right. going on around you. Right. And it's like, remember that thing that I just told you about? Like, let's let's see if you can look at the, it changes your perspective right. on it. And I think too, with what you were talking about with like thinking, like you don't want to just be, because like, oh, okay, well, I'm just going to, I'm going to say a mantra and I'm just going to, you know, it's like, I'm going to be in my own thoughts on what I think on this. But right. it's like, um, your thoughts can be an idol. Your thoughts can be because that's what you're focusing on and right. that's what you're, and that leads to a whole nother. <laughs> right. Because that's, that's what I, I mean, like in the grand scheme of things, that's what idolatry is, is, is l- learning to rely on something other than mm-hmm. God. You know Hold on. We have a problem with idolatry. So what now? We have a problem with idolatry. <laughs> You stupid. <laughs> it's idolatry. <laughs> I don't know what you do. No. Idolatry. Always in budget. <laughs> Were you saving that? Were you like, oh man, I'm just waiting. I no, it came to waiting. me on the drive here. I was like, that's oh, going to fit somewhere. <laughs> and I would interrupt everything. <laughs> and he was right. <laughs> but it was good, though. And I ain't even mad, man. I am not because that was good. We and are I, not sponsored by them, but hey, go shop. <laughs> hey, no no cap. I'm going to find a way to use that sometime or another. Thank you, man, because you just increased my arsenal. What? You got you got, you got got a problem with Dollar Tree? Because I Dollar Tree. <laughs> you don't Dollar Tree? I Dollar Tree. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. I live up to the name. Oh, man. Every day. <laughs> yeah, man. So, yeah. So, understanding how important that is, it, it trains the focus. It trains the focus. And um, so, when, when Jesus is teaching the model prayer, It says, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Okay. Temptation only is attracted to what? Desire. The desires within. See what I'm saying? So even though you're trying your best to stay focused on him, there are still things that are within that, that, that are playing a part and the enemy knows it. So the enemy is trying to come after those desires to try to get you off focus. So you're praying, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us. So when we talk about deliver, it talks about a changing of the mind, mm-hmm. right? Deliver us from what? Evil. What is evil? Double-mindedness. You know what I'm saying? So like, so even in the Lord's prayer, he was teaching, even in, even though that is, that is a structure and it's not for us to pray that. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, you know what I'm saying? That is a structure. However, like, even in that, he's trying to teach us how important focus is, whole-mindedness is. It's like, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us, help us change our minds and how we perceive things from evil, from the double-mindedness that causes instability in every way. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But so then that goes directly in con- in contrast with what you were talking about, which idolatry. You know what I'm saying? Because idolatry is every... I can't get that out of my head. God, random <laughs> dog on it. <laughs> the glass is broken. Every time I say that word now, I'm going to be like, idolatry? <laughs> you don't idolatry? Idolatry. <laughs> God. Oh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah, so it goes directly in contrast with idolatry. You are <laughs> 
So because idolatry is the process of putting something before God, focusing on that, hearing it, trying to trying to receive from it, having giving that reverence more than giving God reverence. You know what I'm saying? And that causes the double mindedness. So anything, including ourselves, mm-hmm. including your own thoughts, the the voice in your head. So if you leave yourself to that, you know what I'm saying? If all you're doing is just I am this. Mm-hmm. I am strong and I am successful. You know what I'm saying? Then is you're not you might not be saying negative things about yourself, but that doesn't mean that that is God. You're saying it in your own strength like I am this. Right. Like I, yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so like to be able to understand that there is greater outside of you and you are within it, then you have to put that into perspective. So it's good to it's good to be it's good to be, which is what the I am is. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because stating I am is stating being versus becoming. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're trying to work on something, but you say I am this, and then you walk that process out. That is true, but you can only walk out the process to the fullness of a thing inside of everything that there is, including the universe. And if you try to separate those things, then you'll always sell yourself short. See what I'm saying? Yeah. That's difficult. It's difficult. And off gate, people think idols is like literally, literally like figurines or statues or right. um, rituals. But idols more so is just, you know, what you put in place or put in front, what you said, in mm-hmm. front of God. Right. Because you're like, literally, you could put your family in front of God. Right. Mm-hmm. You can idolize that. Like, hey, you know, I'm going to make sure my family is straight before I do anything for God. Right. <laughs> you know, and I've been I've been guilty of that. So have I. So have I. Put myself straight or anything. You know what I'm or saying? Or even saying, I got to be straight before I go to church. Mm. I'm not ready. I got I got to mm. be straight. Let me. Cause I used to look I used to look at church like you had to have you had to be this scholar of the Bible. You had to dress this particular way. You had to have some type of gift type thing. And if I wasn't that, then why go? You know, I'm like, I'm so not, sad. I don't fit in. It's so sad. Cause so many, there's a lot of people that think like that and they're like, Oh, I have to be at a certain point before I can even go. Right. Cause like even, even like I had a friend that, um, you know, just it came up in conversation and she, and she was just like, yeah, I just gotta, I gotta do some things before I, I gotta like fix some things before I, you know mm. what I mean? And it's like, that's not even what it, what it is. That's not how it works. Like it's for, right. it's for the brokenness, for the losses, for the people that, cause you can't clean yourself up. Right. So like, I don't know. Just, if that was the case, then why go? Right. Why go? <laughs> right. Why go if you right. if you if you can fix yourself? Right. Then why go? And that's another thing people people have these 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 false sense of I'm good. Like you say, we say, well, I'm strong and I'm this or I'm that. And then you 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 gain some type of success, and you're like, well, I've already done it. So therefore, why do I need something outside of myself when mm-hmm. I can when I can be it type thing? It's right. like they're trying to prove themselves to themselves. Like that's how I think. Right. Yeah. See, but the thing is, though, like, that can't hold up. Right. It can't hold up forever. And by trying that, like, you're playing a dangerous game because the further you get down that rabbit hole, then, like, it's harder to get back. Right. It's definitely harder to get back. And then when you crash, that's when you have millionaires committing suicide. You know what I'm saying? Or, like, people, because they rely so much on themselves, Mm -hmm. they don't understand the difference between problems and conflicts. They don't understand how to actually resolve things. They're just trying to always solve things. You solve a problem, but you resolve Mm -hmm. a conflict. And so if you're always used to solving things, solving problems, you try to solve a 
conflict and it doesn't work and that'll drive you insane that's a survival uh, mentality they learn how to survive versus live correct that's very good yeah so how do we do that to really and i think that that's why like when we talk about definitive decisions and understanding the definition of things then like those things are it's necessary to really get a good grasp on what's what is what what is love what is faith what is holiness what are these things you know what I'm saying? Instead of trying to rely on my truth, you know what I'm saying? Or whatever I decide it's going to be, that's what it's going to be. You know what I'm saying? That's a danger. That's a slippery mm-hmm. slope. What were you saying? You were saying something. Um, I was saying something like how God, okay, he'll teach you a principle and then it's like things you'll, you'll start to see. It's, a, it's supposed to change your mindset, right? Like shift how you see things, how you, how you think. So like in your day, you could be driving down the road and like stopping at a red light and just see something going on that just makes you, you know what I mean? It like, it's like a picture of this lesson that he just showed you. Right. Like, I'm not saying like a, an actual image appears in the sky. I'm saying like, like a situation you could be seeing people interacting or like something, do you know what I mean? Right. Um, there's a word, not a parable. What am I trying to say? There's a word. <laughs> I said epiphany. <laughs> I thought that went well. But. I mean, example is a good word. Mm-hmm. I think so. I mean, example, because that's what it is. It's like, okay, this is the principle. This is an example within a situation of the principle. But it's difficult to be able to separate those unless you're being taught how to do that mm-hmm. properly, mm-hmm. right? Because then, like, you, it's, it's, it is natural for us to associate that principle with that situation. Mm-hmm. But so then when the situation comes up again and you need a different principle to operate in that situation, then you could get you could get crossed mm-hmm. real easy. Right. See what I'm saying? And understanding the difference in how the Holy Spirit is allowing is is uh, moving through us so that any situation there's a principle that is necessary in order principles are like keys. I will give you the keys of the kingdom. Mm-hmm. So we we're using we're utilizing these principles to unlock situations and move through them. You know what I'm saying? But a different a similar situation might cause for a different principle. And when that takes place, you try to use one key. You trying to <laughs> you trying to start your car with your house door key. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It just don't work. It just don't work. Yeah. So like, but it's all it all relies on the Holy Spirit and the whole and the only way to be able to cultivate yourself in that is by practicing the fundamentals. And so like, I don't know, man. It's just it's difficult. It's difficult to uh to really grasp that and hold on to that. You know, especially because we get so busy and uh, so many attacks, so many different things that are coming. But I'm. That's why I'm glad that we're doing this show uh, so that we can really start to say, hey, OK, what are the things that we need to be doing on a regular basis mm-hmm. um, for for everyone so that we can come into agreement and start moving as one? Because there's only one God, one faith, one Lord, one baptism, one Holy Spirit. So if we're all move, operating by the true Holy Spirit, then we are moving as one. I think that's necessary. Yeah. Go ahead. What are you about to say? You were about to it's say coming. something. It's coming. <laughs> In idolatry, right? You, I would think that would be um, methods, methods or practice of the wicked, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I would say, I would think. I had a question. So, like, when it comes to wickedness or, or those who have knowledge of uh, these said principles, how is it that they still have six, somewhat success in the materialistic uh, or the physical of things? Like, you may have someone who may know how to tarot read or you may have someone who knows how to predict you know certain things about people or know how to big word that gets thrown around 
manifest things. Right. Like, uh, I believe we had a conversation before. It's like um, they just, they know, they know how to exercise those principles, so therefore they have a level of success. But, like, why why is that? And then, two, like, what is, what is the downfalls of that? Because a lot of people now, I feel like, um, because they see a lot of success, that they lose out on the quote-unquote old way of doing things the church way of doing things the religious way of doing things right. so like like how how will we explain that and what's the difference between the two the major thing is okay um we can w- let's walk it out all right i'll walk it out right walk it out okay First off, Genesis 1-1 says what? In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Correct. And so that means that he created what? Two realms. The two realms. One, he created the heavens. He created the earth. That's two separate realms that are completely different. They almost mirror each other. But when we're born, I'm going to try to, because that is a whole, that's a show. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm saying talking about just the two realms and understanding the difference. We'll say it like this because it's important for us to know these two realms, understand them because they have two different they have two completely different operating systems. And the human being is has a it, we are dual creatures, which means we live in both realms simultaneously. So we need to understand both realms and how to be able to operate in both realms simultaneously. That's the only way to do it successfully, right? What does that mean? Okay, let's give an example. In the earthly realm, one plus one equals what? You got this. <laughs> <laughs> one plus one equals what? One plus one equals what? In Is the that earth. your question? No, it's not. No, not two. <laughs> one plus one equals two. But in the spirit realm, that's not the case. One plus one doesn't equal two. Equals one. It equals one. Two different realms, two different operating systems. Mm. See what I'm saying? One God that is the God of both realms. So, but they are two different operating systems. So how you successfully operate in each one of them are completely different, but they mirror each other. And we have to understand how to be able to do both simultaneously, successfully. And that can only be done by the awareness of both so that you can operate in both simultaneously. And the awareness is the Holy Spirit, which was there at the beginning. Right. And the Holy Spirit hovered across the face of the earth. So he was he's the he's the link, the counselor, the guidance system structure that that can that has you that gives you the ability to operate in both simultaneously. If you are not submissive to the Holy Spirit, then you can operate in one. If you if you start to understand how the earthly realm works. Because when God created these systems, when God created these realms, he put systems into place and those systems are in place. Right. So that means somebody could understand sowing and reaping. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be a child of God to understand how to put a seed in the ground and wait water. You know what I'm saying? Put it in a put in a place where it's going to get plenty of sunlight and a plant will come up. You do not have to be a child of God to understand that. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to be a child of God to understand star constellations and how they operate, right? But every star is atomically based. Every plant seed is atomically based. All of those things, as long as the earth shall remain, there will always be seed, time, and harvest. Why? Because those are earthly principles, structures that are built into the operating system of the earthly realm. But those who worship him must worship him in 
spirit and in truth. That means you have to be able to transition from understanding him as God of the earth to God of the heaven. And that's what they miss. Mm. They get so stuck in the fact that they're understanding how the earthly realm operates and they, they, they live in that. They don't think that they don't need, they don't think that they need anything else. But to be successful, truly as a child of God, the one true living God, you have to be you have to be successfully operating in both. And you can only do that by his Holy Spirit, by the word of God. So what would you say when when those will say um, to study the Bible or to 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 meditate on the Bible? That's a form of idolatry within the just the Bible in itself. It is. That is also idolatry. If if you if you just focus so heavily on the word, you can miss him. You can miss God moving. Jesus said, I am the gate. I am the way. <laughs> See what I'm saying? I am the way to God. No man gets to the Father but by me. Good teacher, how do I do these things? Don't call me good. See what I'm saying? Only the Father is good. I am here to direct you back. If you stop at me, then you've still missed it. That's why so many people followed him but didn't catch the revelation, including some of his disciples. You know what I'm saying? How did Judas walk with him for three years and didn't and didn't catch it? Why? Because he knew him as Jesus, son of man. Even Jesus asked, but how, not how son of God, but not son of God. Right. How long am I going to have to be here with you in this space? And but if you really if you're really my disciple, you're going to go the way that I'm going. <laughs> right. That's what he said. You know what I'm saying if you if you I'm going and if you really are my disciple, you're going to come to where I am. Well, I'm not going to stay with you. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. this, this is temporary. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I got to go put back on my deity. You know what I'm saying? And prepare a place for you where you're supposed to be. Right. Where, you, where you were supposed to be from the beginning that y'all, that y'all broke, that Adam broke. I'm trying to put it back together so that y'all can get back. But staying here? No. No, I can't do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I already know what I got to go through. You know what I'm saying? For real, for real. So that's the, that's the thing, though. Like making that transition is extremely difficult, but it's also extremely difficult if you understand him as God of the heavens. But to be able to make that reverse transition to understand him as God of the earth, mm-hmm. right. that's hard mm-hmm. too. Yeah, <laughs> a, lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Like you said, it, it, too much of God is balanced. So mm-hmm. too much of a anything is a bad thing, right? And that's when. So so what that is is. I'm concentrating so hard on being spiritually right. I'm no natural good. That's what you, you, you're focusing so hard. That's you focus so hard, so hard on Jesus. You don't understand that Jesus came to open up the way for the counselor mm-hmm. to guide you into all truths. So you stopped at Jesus, but you didn't receive the spirit. Mm. So then you, you know what I'm saying? It's hard. It's hard to shift. Yeah. If it ain't three, if it ain't all three, don't agree. Don't agree. Don't agree. You know what I'm saying? If it ain't three, don't agree. The God within you, the Word and the Spirit, the awareness. If it ain't all three, don't agree. But that's one. Right. That's what you were talking about. You know what I'm saying? When you were saying, "Hey, I just read something. I'm meditating on. I'm meditating. I'm meditating. I'm sitting here regurgitating this thing within my spirit, and then the Holy Spirit shows you something as confirmation." In the natural realm, that's all three. Mm-hmm. You got it from the word. It agreed with the God within. And then the Holy Spirit, the awareness showed it to you in the earthly realm. That's how you know you're on the mm-hmm. way. But if it's two out of three, it's a decoy. Yeah. I kind of have a question that kind of like sort of goes along with what we're talking about. But oh, then kind of not, really, <laughs> not really. But not really. It's all good. 
Um, rubbing off. <laughs> I've been sitting at this table too long, and I just <laughs> I need some randomness. <laughs> but I just yeah, I just had to get in on that. I had to. Um, but I okay. So talking about with idolatry and okay. So in is it Colossians? Three, maybe I think you got the wrong ta- one. Baby. <laughs> you got to find out. <laughs> yeah, but it talks ahead. because it, it basically defines what idolatry is. It's talking about anything fl- of the flesh, right? Any, anything fleshly. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm go double check this just so I'm not giving the wrong yeah, reference. No problem. You already <laughs> wrote it down. Me. See, can't be on it. Can't <laughs> <laughs> came with notes, people. Oh, y'all don't understand. Okay, it's so serious. you hit them pages. <laughs> Right? <laughs> Rolodex over here. Facts. Um yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Colossians three five. Mm-hmm. Um it's talking about any anything of our earthly nature. Okay, so it gives examples. It's talking about, you know, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, greed, all that, all the all the flesh stuff, right? right? Okay. So but I was thinking how because even like you were saying, okay, it's there's two realms. There's the the natural and then the spirit, right? right. The spiritual. So um when that happened with the fall of man and and sin came in and that whole double mindedness right. and that's when all these different ideas and thoughts and confusion and everything kept in uh, crept in right right um so but in the spirit realm so like man okay you have like we are like we are a there is a spirit we are a spirit we're also a body we're you know and body soul spirit right? right and then but like okay in the spirit realm though on like, okay, so demons, here's the thing. People are confused about, like, okay, with idolatry, like, okay, putting, okay, you got to put God first. Like, God is first above everything. Even other things that are good, if you're putting it in that same superiority as where only God is, right. that's still, that's that's idolatry. That's wrong. That's wicked, right? right? So, but, like, but in the kingdom of darkness, it's, like, they're out of the will of God. Like, the, like in the spirit realm, demons, all that. Like, they're out of the will of God because they chose to go against him. But they still understand rank. They still understand, like... You know what I'm right. saying? It's like God is sovereign right. and like they can't do, even though they have another master, they serve another master. It's right. like they still can't do, do you know what I'm saying? It's right. like, how do, it's like even, even things that are out of the will of God, they understand order and structure and rank and mm-hmm. like, do you know what I'm saying? And then like people, the body of Christ, we're still like, oh, I'm going to put this other thing over here. It's going to be okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's right. like, how do we, it's like, how do you, how does somebody do you know what I mean? Does I don't know really where my question was going. I was just kind of thinking as far as how does that happen for something for something to be out of the will of God and still understand certain things like that that he Okay, first Cause, off, cuz all things work for the good of those who believe. So therefore like our whole our whole um makeup or structure or or even somewhat of a responsibility is to cast down things that come against God. Mm-hmm. I'm closer to the mic. Oh, that come against God. Um, you know, what we were talking about in the other episode, which is the arguments that, that arise. You know what I'm saying? And those arguments a lot of times or those disagreements is 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 the conflict. Yeah. Between you and between you and God. So they, they, they somewhat have to appear for you to somewhat propel into into in, into um leveling level I'm not using the right word, but leveling up or what's the word I want to use? Um Elevate. Elevate, you know, in, in, in that growth. So therefore, like, them knowing of that construct is also the distraction to get you away from where you're trying to go. So, like, they have to somewhat 
they have to coincide, just like we was talking about between the heavens and the earth. To, ses- to successfully be within his will, you got to have a, a knowledge of, of both. So they, they have their own particular um, assignment. Boom. That's the, that's the thing. We get so used to thinking because Satan is Satan. He is Lucifer. He is the fallen one. And he has a whole system that he operates that we think that he's not in the will. Hmm. Like trust and believe like ain't nothing going down without his say so. Right. Ain't nothing going down without God's say so. Right. You know what I'm saying? Just like in Job, he came and he was like, Have you considered my servant Job? And he was like, Well, you got the hedge up. Then God gave him access. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Don't kill him. Right. right. Don't kill him, but you got access to him. Mm-hmm. He came. Jesus was there when, because he was he was in he was in the courtroom when Satan was like, "I see what you're doing with these disciples, but they ain't gone through enough. Let me test them." You know what I'm saying? And God gave God gave Satan access, and Jesus was there. He was like, I, "Satan requires of you." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Satan requires to sift you as wheat. You know what I'm saying? But I've already prayed for you. You know what I'm saying? Like this is all. You know what I'm saying? I'll give you another example. Moses was trying to get the people out of Egypt. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And God was saying what? No, no, no. I hardened his heart. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. I hardened his heart. Don't think that don't think God ain't in control. God is always in control. Plus plus that's why I think it's so important. It is of the utmost important to understand negativity. You know what I'm saying? Because when you get attacked, you thinking that you just get attacked. And that's just what it is. Mm. But you don't if you don't understand that attacks come because you're going the right direction. And so if you know that you're going the right direction because you're in you're practicing your fundamentals, you're connected with covenant and you're working. God is leading you. You know what I'm saying? Then you get attacked. Then when if you if you go when you go back to God and God, God confirms that that is an attack, then that should let you know to push harder. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm going the right direction because I'm getting attacked. Okay, boom. That that means let me double down on my fundamentals. Let me get in some extra studying. You know what I'm saying? Because I got to make sure that I'm on point because I'm getting attacked. Temptations are coming because I'm heading the right direction. That's big, too, because a lot of people will have this imagination that if I'm going right with God, that everything gets easier. Right. And that's not even... Name a video game. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Name one video game that when you go from level one to level two, it get easier. And if Jesus was persecuted, why would you think that you wouldn't be you following him? Right. Even Mario. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got the little goombas, you bounce on their head and you think they good. And then you get to the next level and then little turtles with the shells. <laughs> oh, no. It's a different story with them. They ain't just ain't going to lay down. You know what I'm saying? Speaking Even, of Mario, oh. his girl was not loyal. <laughs> oh, like his whole quest was to to, to, to to get this girl they just keep getting snatched up like she was an idol she was an idol yo your old chose up man oh really oh god oh god quit following your idols man that always oh, bothered random, me man random random <laughs> Living up to the name. <laughs> for real, for real. But she was an idol. I mean, it's in context. I mean, but in the grand scheme of things, man, like like really trying to get a grasp on how to focus properly. Because that's how idols become rivals. You know what I'm saying? They don't become your rival. They become God's rival. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? 
idols become rivals because now he has to be in competition to get you to focus on him versus focusing on anything else, on money, on love, on spouse, on children, on nothing. So God said, so Jesus said, what, man, all that stuff you got to leave behind if you want to follow me. You know what I'm saying? Follow me where? Getting back to the state that you're supposed to be in. If y'all really want to do that, then you have to abandon, you have to be able to put everything in its proper perspective. And at the core of who you are, God is and nothing else. And that's how Jesus lived. And then we try to put Jesus there. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? We try to put Jesus there and he's like, no, no, no. I'm trying to teach you how to get back there. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you're lost in the forest. God sends his, God is yelling at the edge of the forest how to get back to him. He sends his word mm-hmm. and his word is supposed to draw you out of the, out of the forest back to the, back to the physical, back to the manifestation of who he is. He's drawing you back. You know what I'm saying? But if you're just sitting there listening to God talk, sitting in the middle of the forest, listening to God talk, but you ain't moving and you ain't right. listening to that voice to guide you back to God, then you've missed it. So um, one, of the, one of the verses that really just stuck out to me, even when I was reading when I was younger, it says uh, Ecclesiastes 3.11, it says he has made everything beautiful in its time. He has also set eternity in the human heart, yet no one can fathom what God has done from beginning to end. But where does God dwell? In eternity. Where is eternity? Oh. Within us. So so one of the major issues, that's in scripture. Mm-hmm. But one of the major issues is we try, we set God outside of us, sitting on the, on the curvature of the earth. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And his feet dangling. In, in the, you know what I'm saying? Like, but we don't understand that God is at the center of who we are. So it distorts everything in how we operate because if god is outside of us then we then we can't operate to the maximum capacity because we're left at a deficit automatically because he's not at the center of who we are and if if we put him on the outside whatever man thinketh so shall he be so if we put god on the outside then anything could get into that spot at the Mm. center and that's what causes idolatry that's why idolatry just runs rampant for so many years. Even in the Old Testament, when God manifests himself, he manifested himself like in a cloud, fire, or whatever the case may be, but that's outside. So then the people look outside to God and idolatry kept creeping mm-hmm. in. They kept putting things in the center of that in, in the center of who they are, mm-hmm. only where God should reside, because they in their minds, they thought God was outside. See what I'm saying? Yeah. That, that creates a conflict. That's where the conflict was. He was like, okay, this is not working. I'm going to stop, reset 400 years. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send my son to, to recalibrate the human so that they look within and not without. Mm. So they can be, so they can have whatever they need and not be without, have life more abundantly. And two, they, they, they're looking, they looking for God in a destination, but it is, it even says, um, you know, I was lost and then I was found. Right. So therefore, we we weren't we weren't looking for him. He was looking for us. Right. Within him, which is within us. Right. That's which that's, is within him. Which was correct. Him. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? One plus Ooh. one equals one. Right. And he's that's why Jesus was like, when you when you really catch it, you'll understand that I am in my Father, and my Father is within me. Is in me. 
that's how we, we become one. Because everything I do, he leads me to do it. The so true when you vine. see, right. Yeah. So when you see me, you see him. And if you want to experience him, look at me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because we are one and the same. Because I am in him and he is in me. And everything is balanced. Mm-hmm. But if, if he's outside of you, then there's no possible way you can get balance. But yeah. So we're going to end it right there. Everybody's good. All hearts and minds are clear. <laughs> Say aye. <laughs> aye. Right. Uh, shout out to our sponsors, Touching Real Talk, Word Church SC, Sight Beyond Sight Entertainment, which is where we are recording now. Thank you. God bless and good night. Church. <laughs> okay.